Welcome to Divisive Issues. This is Joe Ciano. Are we just starting? Yeah, whatever, fuck what? it. Don't we need an intro? No, 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 no. Hey guys, welcome to Divisive Issues, a comic book podcast where we review wacky, crazy, um, don't forget zany, zany, and uh, stuff that all of all the stuff that are, is included in today's book, uh, Batman Odyssey by Neil Adams, written and drawn by Neil Adams. Yeah, yeah. Who are you? You didn't say who you were. I'm I'm not Neil Adams. I'm not Daniel Neil. <laughs> Damn, you guys took all the credits, <laughs> and I'm Ryan Lynch. <laughs> Alright, and as I said before, we're reviewing uh, Batman Odyssey, or at least the first six issues of Batman Odyssey by... Yeah, it was by... broken into two miniseries. So we're going mini- talk about the first one. Wait, 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 this is the end of the first miniseries? Yes. Wait, it ends like that? Yes! What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this is... That's crazy! <laughs> so, first... Before we get into spoilers, okay. who would you recommend this book to, Joe? Everyone. I, it is amazing, right? I want, I want everyone to read this. If you are a hardcore Batman fan, I think this is for you. No, I think it's better if you've never read comics If you've never read Batman. If you think... Assume this is how Batman is in the comics all the time. <laughs> There's no other book except this. It's the only Batman book This exists. is the one true Batman interpretation. This there are complete, no others. This has totally changed our view on headcanon. Now, this is canon. <laughs> this is... T- this is the DC universe that we know, like that, that we want and deserve. Yeah. So if you want to read, uh, pun intended, batshit crazy story, this is where to go. Absolutely. And you know, I think it's new reader friendly. I think it's old reader friendly. If you're familiar with uh, Neil Adams' Batman run, because boy, does he like to make homages to. <laughs> Have things. any of us actually read his Batman? I've read a little bit of it. I Besides have it, the... but I haven't read it yet. For the record, Ryan has this giant uber omnibus of every bat story. Neil and Adams this is the one we're supposed to read. This one. Yeah. Well, because I was going to save it and read it all later, but then you guys were like, let's read this book, so I skipped to the end. Well, you two were like this, and I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Joe didn't even know what he was in for. He was just like, all right. Yes. I didn't know. I was just like, let's do it. And here we are okay. on the podcast, so, doing podcast stuff. So we all recommend this book's crazy. Everyone should read it. Absolutely. Question. Can anyone summarize this book for anyone? No. Okay, good. No elevator um, pitch. It's ba- just crazy. Batman is telling this really super convoluted story to someone, um, and then he cuts to things that happen and have happened in the past. And yeah. So it's just Batman's a big conspiracy trip, trip down on. memory lane. So I want to give just a little bit of backstory on Neil Adams. Okay. We mentioned him briefly in the last episode, but Neil Adams was an artist. Is who- an artist. He's still an artist. Yes. Yeah. But he's what... We talked I a lot about... I behind him in line and for the bathroom at Comic-Con one year. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Did you tell him, hey, Odyssey was great? <laughs> I didn't know this book existed you until know, like yeah. two days ago. He didn't know the genius of Odyssey yet. He was still... So, Neil Adams, was, he came to prominence in the late 60s. He did X-Men for Marvel and mm-hmm. Green Lantern, Green Arrow for DC. Well, the book that first made him popular was Dead Man, which, who shows up prominently in this series. So we'll get to that. He is hailed, in our opinion, as the writer who started the Bronze Age, which we... The artist who started the, the Bronze Age? Yeah. He basically said you the You said arts. the writer. Oh, I meant artist. You <laughs> we'll, are correct. We'll, yeah. this, we'll fix this in editing. No, we won't. Looks over at slot. <laughs> Maybe. So... <laughs> Don't you touch that. Leave that in. <laughs> That's gold slot. Gold. <laughs> So he brought like a hyper-realism kind of style and very much more like 
actiony kind of exciting art that hadn't yeah. really been seen in comics yet. If you ever watch like old traditional comics, the traditional view of a comic book, which is very flat, very static. He basically was always artist that basically shifted things away from that. Yeah, and even in his craziest work, it's still exciting to read. Yeah. And he paces well, and... It might be a bit too exciting, because it gets hard to follow some <laughs> yeah. in some things. So, uh, I, I think we're all pretty big Neil Adams fans, right? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, he's also the artist who was... Him and Denny O'Neill were the ones who made Batman the dark detective for the first time in decades. Yeah. That, like, the popular version that we all know kind of started with... Not started, but came back in the Denny O'Neill Basically, basically... What is that? The Dark Knight theme? This show is just going to become Joe's karaoke time. Swear to me! So basically, you had the Golden Age Batman, who was the guy who took guns and shot people. And then you had the campy 60s Adam West Batman. And the Neil Adams and Neil run was when the books are shifting to a darker Batman again. It also brought back the Joker, which was huge, because... The Joker was the character that basically stopped showing up in the books after a while, and and he would not be the character he is today if it wasn't for Neil Adams and Daniel Neil's run. It's crazy to think that there was a time when the Joker like wasn't being used. Yeah. Take note, maybe. What? <laughs> Take note, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Take note, current writers. So, are you guys ready to get into Batman Odyssey? I am the most ready. So... This was broken into a six-issue miniseries and a seven-issue miniseries. We haven't read the second part yet. We haven't read So it. we are not going to have answers for where this plot goes. <laughs> I think even if we finish the second part, we're not going to have any answers. Well, we don't know. Well, I'm and excited. Also, maybe it all comes together with a nice little, nice little bow. And whenever I edit these episodes together, I try to uh, clarify for the listeners as much as possible what we're trying to explain. In, in this episode, we're not doing that. It's going to be tough. You're going to have the same experience we have where we have no idea what, what the hell is happening. Sorry. <laughs> We'll we'll do our best, but uh, that's it's not enough. Our best is not enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was able to read and Joe, comprehend. Right after you finished it, I asked you a question about the last issue, and you were like, "I don't know. Why don't you go look it up?" Because <laughs> I don't care about them, Ryan. <laughs> so this came I out care about the Batman. This came out in what 2010? Yeah, the first part came out 2010. Second yeah. part came out 2013 or something like that. Cool. Okay, so, so jump again. <laughs> the series is called Batman Odyssey for reasons we don't understand. <laughs> And it opens with a shirtless uh, Bruce Wayne. Not just shirtless. He is like a gorilla of a man. Yeah, he's hairy <laughs> as, as hell. And uh, he is telling a story to someone off off camera. It looks like he's telling it right to us. Yeah, like he's, yes. it's like he's talking to the viewer. And there, there's there's no framing for this current Batman. You just see, We don't know if this is current day Batman, if this is 50s Batman. We don't know anything. Yeah. And this is all the reality, so we can't even assume this is regular Batman. This is just, who the fuck is this guy? It's Batman. I guess it's a Batman that exists. And he starts jumping to a story about in his early days when he was on a train. And the first strange thing that happens is uh, he talks to a train conductor. And the train conductor is thinking, That Bruce Wayne, a uh, strapping young man. Perhaps it won't hurt to let him meet my Jenny. This line has nothing to do with the story. We never meet his Jenny. Who's uh, <laughs> just no idea who's been thinking this at the time? Like, how is he retelling the story? That's one thing. Neil Adams uses... See... Back in the early days when Neil Adams first came on, a lot of characters talked in a lot of speech bubbles. And then later on, they kind of transitioned to using a lot more narration boxes. Yeah. It seems like he's splitting the difference and using lots of narration boxes and lots of thought bubbles. There's a lot of words in this story. He's covering his bases, you know? It's not quite as much as Kevin Smith, but it's a lot. Yeah. And, we, and we should clarify, uh, Neil Adams, even though he's a great artist, uh, there aren't many uh, written works by him. And... 
a lot of artists do transition to writing, like Frank Miller, John Byrne. Neil Adams has not made that transition very well in the story. So <laughs> I think we can agree. <laughs> I don't know, but let's, let's keep going. The very next scene is Batman climbing up uh, to the top of the train, train, and there's another great line. Because Bam's holding his gun while he's climbing Immediately. Yeah. He's just got guns in his hand. And he's like, could have waited on drawing the gun. Now I have to climb with one hand. Stupid. And He could still put it away, yeah. can't he? It's like, it's like the artist... It's like Neil Adams is explaining the the weirdness in his art. Like, he he drew it first. And he's like, oh, wait, that's weird. He's holding a gun while he's climbing. I have to explain <laughs> with this weird doll. One thing I do want to point out that I actually really like, his costume here is very, like, early days. Like, you see seams. It's got yeah. stitches on it. Yeah. And it's a really cool visual. It yeah. doesn't have the the white pupils that, that the standard Batman has. Yeah, yeah. So it looks yeah. like he's wearing, he looks like a guy in, the, in the, like a cosplay outfit. Yeah, and it's very raw. Yeah, this is very much meant to be, at like, a one of the first, or at least one of the first Batman appearances. Yeah, seemingly. it reminds me of, like, in the superhero movies yeah. when they're trying out the new costumes. Yeah. And I actually think it looks really cool. Yeah, no, he, he captures that well. And also, the even the thought bubbles kind of capture Bruce's, like... I wouldn't say doubt, but it kind of captures his, like, he's new on the job. You can immediately tell this isn't the regular Batman. Yes. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, he's, he, like I say, he looks like a guy in the cosplay outfit, but the criminal's still thinking, oh my god, it's a fucking demon. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, one guy is super, like, freaking out because he thinks that Batman is a demon. And he's like, it's a demon! And it makes sense when people think that, like, in an alleyway when it's really dark. Yeah. They're outside on top of a train. Like, they can see him from far away. It's obviously a dude. Yeah, they can see him in his shitty costume. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, so uh, it turns out there's also, like he has guns. What <laughs> demon carries around guns? It turns out there's gasoline uh, trucks on this train car, and these guys seem to be doing something to it. Yeah, how are there gasoline trucks on this train? I don't know. And they all start opening fire on Batman. They say, "Drill him!" And they they basically shoot him in the arm. And um, and as he's shooting at them, the he's bullet the, goes right through his arm. He goes right through his arm. A clean shot. And then, then Batman just beats the shit out of them. And it's not like a, a, like a flesh wound. It goes through like the bone and everything. Like it goes through the middle part of his arm. Oh, straight through the arm. And, and then the guy he's working with shows up after he Batman has beaten up all these guys who we haven't been introduced to. Yeah, yet. he's Commissioner Rodriguez, and and he, this is the first introduction to him. Is him saying, "Turn around, let's get turn around, let's get to the meat of the matter before I'm tempted to shoot you in the back." <laughs> this is what you say to the guy you're working with, <laughs> who just got shot. Yeah, and Batman just. Pulls his guns on this guy because the guy just trying to shoot him. He also shot all the he, he oh, yeah, shoots he, at the guys, yeah, but he, he shoots their guns out of their hands. Yeah, he shot the guns out of them. He didn't murder all of them. Because that's, wait, wait, that's what, was he? Was he a good guy? The guy behind him? Well, he he's Commissioner Rodriguez supposedly. Okay. And he's you like know Commissioner Rodriguez. <laughs> no, and, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea who this man is. <laughs> and and this guy and this guy is very Hispanic. Muy rapimento, mi amigo. You are very good. Good training. Uh, I like that that became Transylvanian when you switched back to English. You are very good. Good, good. Yes. <laughs> and Batman's like, put your guns down, mi hermano. Now. I, I just kept thinking of Arrested Development every time they say hermano, because they say it like five times in this. And um, I don't even get what, what, why, but uh, basically now they have their guns drawn on each other, and... El, Rod- El Rodriguez is like, I will blow this whole train to hell if you do not put down your guns. And he's like, Batman's like, you are insane. You will die as well. And um, Wait, why does Batman have a Spanish accent? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So like, this guy's like, I'm going to blow up this train of impunity. And Batman's like, why? And he's like, I'm going to do it. And they were working together, I guess. Were they working? I, I thought I, he was a villain. 
I thought he was the head of the people trying to blow up. That would make more sense. But I couldn't. I couldn't tell that at all. That would make more sense. I, if he's commissioner. I assumed. And this guy says, "You are interfering with national policy, my costume brother." No, he's coming here to kill him. Okay, you're right. Joe's right. I misread this entire scene. It's. <laughs> but like, he also says, like, if you don't get your act together, I'm gonna shoot you. So like, why, if he was a bad guy, why didn't he just shoot him? Yeah, because he's not that bad of a guy. I can't. He's gonna blow up this train. <laughs> but he's got a heart of gold, though. Apparently. <laughs> And, and then he's just, just the honorable, like, I'm going to murder all these people, but God, I can't stand to shoot a man in the back. Turn around. So <laughs> I'd I rather blow, blow him up from behind. <laughs> and then it turns out that this is actually a story within a story because now Batman is telling the story to us about him telling a story to Robin about his early days because he's telling the story to Robin about his early days. So I took it as the, the framing device at the very beginning of the story is modern Batman telling a story about his mid-era Batman telling a story of his early days. And we learned this, this is a story within a story halfway through the story within a story. Yeah, that we already had a hard time following, and now it's it's like it's like watching Inception from the middle part on. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, uh, and so Bruce Wayne is like, I've done the math. It's your life against the people on the stream. You lose. You set the stakes too high. And then he shoots the guy. Oh, also, Batman doesn't have a mask on at this point. Oh, yeah. They, because... Somebody ripped it off, and he's just like, whatever. He's but everyone on the train knew that who Bruce Wayne was. Yeah. But these guys on top of the train do not. Yeah, these are guys on the train that don't know. And he's like he's like telling the uh, story, and uh, Robin's like, oh, you shot him? You couldn't find a way out of him? He's like, yeah, I had no choice, Robin. And um, Does he shoot him? He did shoot him. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. No, like... I... The fool's chest, neck, and face disappear in a horrible splay of blood. No, but Batman's not the one who shoots him. Oh, yes, he yeah, yeah. shoots him. But it seems like it is. It does. It and does then Batman, so to skip ahead a little bit. Oh, yeah so, yeah. so Batman's telling the story to Robin, and he says, I shot him a bunch of times. And then on the next t- couple pages, they say, actually, it was somebody else. And, oh, yeah, it was a Spanish undercover agent working out of Mexico. He wasn't operating in the U.S. eagerly. He was the guy he was working with. Okay, I misinterpreted the entire scene. It's really, it's, cr- it's, it's crazy. It is, I had to go back and, like... Check, check like page to page and be like wait what and I'd go back and I'd like go forward because yeah. so uh, it is very hard it's so much at once is so, this when Batman gives Robin the lecture on gun control yeah and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he, so he gives this lecture that's basically like if you have guns you're a lot more likely to get shot because other people with guns go for the guy with the guns first I, 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 and if you're trying to escape and also shoot people, yeah. you're not you're you're gonna get shot. But if you just focus on escaping, you'll get away. And it's basically him saying, "Guns are bad. Don't use guns." While he's holding two guns, yes. yeah. And while Robin holds a gun, like man, you gotta admire the power you feel yeah. when you hold one. Of yeah. These. Robin says, "I gotta say, boss." Like he first said, "They give you confidence, just a feel of them." Don't you feel it? And he points <laughs> the gun right at Batman's head. <laughs> I As see. we'll see later, Batman can take a couple shots though. Yeah. <laughs> And this, then they started debating about about uh, guns while Man Bat just picks up Man Bat. Oh, yeah, Man Bat's just here. And he's exactly what he sounds like. He's a giant bat. Who's also a man. He was co created yeah. by Neil Adams. And basically. Can we just assume that the majority of characters going forward were co created by Neil Adams? Or he got guys he heavily worked on. Yeah. Yes. Well, just, just like you said, so a Man Bat just comes in the middle of the story, just picking up Rob, starts throwing him around. Yeah, they're in the Bat Cave. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still talking while this is happening. Like. <laughs> Batman's just ignoring what's happening. He's just like, let's see in your dark room with 20 men. Let's, let's say they all have guns except you. And this book does this so much where there's crazy things going on, like crazy firefights and all these things, and there's other characters in the room just continuing their conversation. Continuing their, like, their big lecture. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so weird. 
and and so basically says Matt makes the argument that if you're in a room without a gun, everyone else has guns and they're focusing on shooting. And since you have a gun, you're focusing on hiding. You're more likely to live. And Rom's like, "You're right, Batman." Yeah. You're while right. he's being tossed I... around, man, bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's literally yeah. fighting somebody while he's like, "Oh, you're right. I never thought of gun control that way." Gosh, you're so right, Batman. Oh my god, <laughs> it's man, bat. And then they talk for like for like a little bit, and then it seems like after like five minutes of talking, Batman realizes he's man, bat, and says. <laughs> Two hours isn't as good as not at all. You could have come as yourself. Not, not this atrocity. Like, all of a sudden, you realize it's Man Bat. Was there any prequel to this? Was no. there? Any, like, no. Because now, at this point, Batman's saying, like, Man Bat, you know I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know where the Batcave is. You come to deliver me a message. Why did you come here as this monster instead of yourself? And, like, I'm not... I mean, I haven't read Neil Adams' Batman, but I've never seen a status quo where Man-Bat was their ally who knew his identity. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That, that really struck like, me. Like, I could weird. be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'd be really curious, because I'm not going to get to this book well, for a while. Well, Email you, us. I say, when you read the other, like, 300 pages of this omnibus, yeah. perhaps the answer will be But, clear. like, and then he has a message, but he doesn't want to give him the message. There's a lot of that, as we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Man-Bat says, I have a message for you. And I couldn't come as a man because I'm too shy. And Batman says, well, too fucking bad. And yeah. leaves and doesn't even ask him what he's there for. Yeah, to, to be fair, he got like a uh, alert by the police. But like he could have at least said, hey, quick, hey, quick, tell me what it's about. Or like, you know, tell Robin while I'm gone or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but instead they go and uh, a great line. Um, Robin says, it's a bat. It's a sports car. It's a plane. It's a supercar. And Batman said, it's more than slick, boy blunder. It's James Bond cubed. And then he goes, did you just call me boy wonder? No, boy blunder, and Rob's like, "Oh, thank God you didn't say boy wonder." <laughs> what the fuck is this dialogue? <laughs> so much dialogue in this book that I'm like, it's not campy, it's not serious. I don't get it at all. Like Kevin Smith used a lot of words that weren't necessary. He uses words that don't make sense, and he also seems to have no understanding of like definitions of basic words. Like, later on, we're going to meet a guy named Trigger, yeah. and Batman goes, Trigger? Like the horse? And the guy goes, no, Trigger like the part of the gun. And Batman goes, oh. Well, he hates guns so much. <laughs> but people should be in control of guns and it's, not use them, because so they'll get weird. shot. So so, uh, so it turns out Riddler's at the Mint. And there's this another weird line. Robin's like, oh, if he's at the Mint, he can print his own money. And Batman's like, and spend if he's not coffers. How much can you print? Where can you print it? Can you pr- print it faster than Mint? Best of all, who cares? <laughs> so, okay, I had, I'm, I'm a giant, giant Riddler fan. I had such a hard time following Batman's thought process for this. Can we, like, kind of talk about the whole Riddle stuff? Absolutely. We'll get to it as we in, get to in a it. big, but, like, yeah. I want to just, he talks about, he's like, Riddler's at the Mint. And Batman goes, too bad, we're going to a museum. Yeah, and we're going to the pier. He says, I, yeah. don't, I don't give a shit about the Riddler. Yeah, he goes, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And Robin goes, but at the Mint, isn't that like a really important part where you print your own money? And Batman goes, I don't give a shit. We're going to this other place. We have no clues for this other place. He doesn't explain why they're going to this other place. He just goes to this other place. And later on, the cops are like, how'd you know to go to this place instead of the, the Mint? And Batman's like, he thinks to himself, I don't know. I just got really lucky. <laughs> By the favorite story, during that scene, they're like, Gordon's going over, like, the plans for, like, this strike on the pier. He's like, boy, I sure hope Batman's at the mint since we're here. <laughs> does, does it, so were you guys just as confused as I was about yes. why he goes to the pier? Okay. That's why I was, I was yeah. to go, go through it as I was reading it, because I can't, I can't explain it right now, because okay. I, can't, I can't remember what the fuck it was. So we'll see if we can fill in the gaps. Yeah. But Batman says, like, we're not going to the mint, and he never explains why. Okay. So, while Batman and Robin are heading to the pier... Ubu uh, 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 is, is, is another man bat 
Ubu. Ubu? Ubu is, uh, if you watched <laughs> Batman Begins or The Dark Knight, Ra's al Ghul, the bad guy, he's, he's Ra's al Ghul's henchman. Now he's a man bad as well, and he's beating the shit up out of Kirk saying, don't you tell him about that thing you're going to tell him. And man bad's like, I didn't, he didn't even let me tell him anyway. And he's like, okay, good. It's a good thing. And um, so Ra's al Ghul, he's actually one of the characters I do want to give a little bit of backstory yeah. for. He's just like... He's a guy that lives for a really, really long time. He's like a couple hundred years old. He has like pits that make him live forever. Called and he, yeah, he has these pits that make him live forever. Actually, he's thousands of years old. And he like tries to play chess with the world. And like sometimes he does eco-terrorism, sometimes he does all this stuff. So if his main henchman, Ubu, shows up, that usually means like there's a big plot in the background. And Russell Gold is created by Neil Adams. Yeah. yeah. And so... Also, why is Ubu a man-bat? I don't know. <laughs> and, why not? So, so they have a, no, a copy of the Riddler's message to the police and says, Too full of it to eat, one bit more. Too loaded, you can't order. Time to eat a friendly hint. How about an after dinner? And everyone thinks he means mint. But it's not what he means. And the actual answer is very confusing. It's water or something. Yeah, right? water. After dinner, water. After dinner, water. Which doesn't rhyme with order. <laughs> oh, Batman says this a bunch of times. He goes, water rhymes with order. And he says it like five times. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't rhyme with water. It's a different <laughs> rhyming pattern, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which yes. he, Batman also says five different times. <laughs> so Batman, it is like explanation of this. So Batman drives off the road and Robin's like, oh my god, we're going to die. And Batman's like, no, we actually have a jetpack. <laughs> this car can fly. Yeah. <laughs> LOL. And he's like, oh. Uh, and Robin's like, why Why are we fly- Why couldn't we just do it in the first place? And Batman's like, I don't want planes to shoot us down. And what? So, so planes Batman's would like, shoot I, him I down. Batman's like, I hate chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Batman thinks that planes would shoot him down when they're out at Stately Wayne Manor in the middle of the country, but now that they're in a city, he can fly around. Yeah. And then when they land, when it gets to the water, it basically turns to the boat, and Robin says, this is new. Feels like a cigarette boat. And Batman said, unfortunate name, but yeah, same, same. No, hey, right. I got it. I like it. I love it. It's mine. God. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What was that? I, I he tries to write Robin as like this re- like what would like a small child say when he's in like a flying car, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> also, we've talked about this a little bit before the recording. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is really light and weird. This story's fucking gory sometimes. Yeah, like when he was shooting at those guys. There's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then we get to the pier where it turns out happily there actually is something going on. And they're, they're kidnapping this guy who they keep calling the geek. Yeah, and they're also stealing giant... Hydrogen tanks. And dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> dinosaur fault. Yeah, like replica dinosaurs. Yeah. Giant replica dinosaurs and this scientist guy named the geek who's here with his daughter and hydrogen tanks. Yeah. And that ends issue one. And issue two uh, has the cover of Batman being shot off to hell. Like, I mean, like a dozen times. Yeah. He's, taking, he's tanking these bullets. He's yeah. dead. And, and so inside we got another another page of the framing device where Batman is talking to the reader, and uh, he and the guy the main terrorist he's just a hydrogen tank expecting to explode but they don't and he turns to the guy he says hey geek what what happened I thought you said it was hydrogen I wanted to blow why doesn't it blow and the guy's like the hydrogen won't blow it's well safe what are you talking about hydrogen explodes the Heisenberg man but but doom I should have blown I pumped a full cup. We are definitely doing an old-timey radio read-through of this book, and I love it so much. He's trying to blow up the car with all of them still in the room. Yeah! Like, it's the same thing like the guy that was trying to blow up the train. Everybody wants to just die in this book, I guess. Hydrogen is pretty flammable. Yeah. Our, our own lives be damned, we're blowing up stuff. So then Batman blows up 
uh, an entrance, and um, the 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 just burst into the room like the Kool Aid guy, like yeah. through the wall. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And the guy's still like, what in the blow? What what the, what's up with that? And Bam is like, they didn't blow because the hydrant is stored in a process medical hydride. It's the only release in the prescribed amount. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so one, how did Batman know about this? Yeah. Two, how were they supposed to know about this? <laughs> Second, they spend a whole page explaining why they blow up while they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's again, they're fighting, but there's people just talking on the side. And the Batman's like, this is a hydrogen engine, flood, <laughs> not the Hindenburg. But yeah, the oxygen, they should have blown up too, why? Because there's a need of your oxygen, just about 22%. We'll do it, 22% is what we need to breathe. What, you're lying, you're shining me, making fun of, I don't lie, unless it suits me. <laughs> yeah, like, no, but doesn't he like it, whisper it, it's different. It's, it's like, it's like, I don't lie in like big caps, like yelling letters, and then underneath it's like, unless it suits me. Unless it suits me. <laughs> he says it under his breath, like, yeah. it's as if Batman was like telling somebody like where the hostages were, but he crossed his fingers behind his back. <laughs> then the guy was like, kill the hero, and Robin shows up saying, hey, yo, guns, no guns, we got rules, no guns, there's rules, don't kill the hero! <laughs> He, yeah, he's, he's not exaggerating. That's the yeah, best part. Sly he goes on this long rant, rant about how they have rules against guns when just a couple pages ago, Robin was like, I love guns. Yeah. They are so cool. This gun makes me feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> and so Robin and uh, Batman are just being up the shit out of the guys. They secured the, the, the nerd, as they call The geek. Him. The geek, I'm sorry. Sorry, God. the geek. And uh, the, the geek is like, I should have brought my daughter over here with me. And Batman's like, yes, it was stupid in the extreme. You should have known better. Isn't it the middle of the night? Yeah. Why is the... Do we know why the scientist is here? We don't know. Why is the daughter here? Why do you bring his daughter here? He's there for the car. But, uh, Honestly, no. I don't know. Does it say that he's kidnapped? Because if he was kidnapped, that'd make a lot of sense. I don't think he was kidnapped. No, he yeah, I don't think he is either, already. Yeah. yeah. And you brought his daughter here for no reason. Yeah. And so... Come on, little Susie. We're going to go see the... No, she has a name, right? What's her name? I don't fucking Whatever. know. Whatever. Let's call her uh, Martha. <laughs> And so uh, Batman runs into, right into the, their guns, and, and now all of a sudden they can hit him, and they start just shooting the fuck out of him. Oh, I mean, like, he gets hit. And Batman just, like, lets it, lets them hit him. Yeah. But then it, it zooms in on his face, and his whole cowl is dripping blood. Oh, yeah, but he says after his first experience, I learned better. I feel my, my body full of armor and squibs, so people think I got shot, but I didn't. Yeah, so he later on explains yeah. that sometimes he lets goons shoot him a bunch of times and he tanks the hits and then he has like fake acting blood blow up so then he could get up and scare the shit out of him and make like the criminal element think he's like immoral yeah, yeah. which is a kind of really cool concept yeah. but like he tanks a lot of bullets yeah. and like i know this is comics and stuff but like bulletproof armor doesn't really work like that where you could just like deal with it yeah it messes you up and these guys are using like shotguns. Oh, right, so now I realize why I was confused before. So because this book is ridiculous. <laughs> so they flash back back to the train car, and Detective uh, Commissioner Rodriguez is actually a bad guy because now he wants to blow up the train. Oh, so they cut back to the pl- yeah. train scene. Okay. And, and, yes. then, and then he's like, "You should have let them finish their jobs. Now I have to blow up this train." And Batman's like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause I have to." And why do you care? <laughs> what is the matter to you, rich boy? Stop! Stop! You fool! As Batman's trying to stop him, like, "I'm, I'm blowing up this train. What, what's your What's your problem, bro?" Is there any segue or like reason why it cuts back here? He's like, "There's a part of the story that I don't tell Robin." Which is like how he like how but this. But why here? Because he never finished the story. Essentially, it was because he's like lying unconscious, being like lit up with bullets, and yeah. he's like, "There's a part of the story that I, I never don't fucking know that yeah. I never finished." Okay, Robin. because like 
a lot of times, like, you'll have these flashbacks that have parallels to what's going on now, or, like, you can have reveals that way or establish characters' yeah. motivations, but this seems like he's jumping around whenever he feels like. I, I think it's part that, and I think he's trying to establish a parallel. Like, this is the time where Batman, you know, kind of screwed the pooch a little bit. Okay. On one of his first missions. It, it's supposed to imply that, like, he's... Because I don't think they reveal that... It's like blood capsules in armor at they this don't, point in the story. Have to, yeah. yeah, they don't have to. This is before that, so it's kind of like, oh, I really screwed the pooch on this one, getting shot up like with bullets. Here's and stuff. another time. I Here's screwed another the time pooch. I screwed the pooch. Okay. As Joe and Ryan were talking, I was trying to read this scene to see why Commissioner Rodriguez wants to blow up the train. They don't give a fucking answer. He just, of course he just, not. He just wants to give. He's a dick. And yeah. so, so, so Batman beats the shit out of him and uh, unhooks the trains, but the passengers are still... The passengers un- underneath the gas... I, I actually love this part. I think this scene this is, is hilarious. awesome. And he co- Batman comes in and says, Yo, get the fuck out of this train, basically. And uh, He goes to pull the fire alarm, yeah. and they're like, don't do that. We can yeah. see you're doing that. Yeah. We know it's not a real fire. No fire. Is he a vampire? And, yeah, they're like, oh, is he a vampire? And the guy that says, oh, Bruce Wayne, he should marry my daughter. Uh, he's like... Sir, uh, oh, calm down. Like, uh, I know this is a bomb, but you're you're scaring people that cost me. Yeah, yours. he bursts he bursts through the wall, and he's like, "You guys gotta move." There's a bomb, and he's dressed like Batman, and they're like, "You're an insane man." The only thing that could be better if he held if he was, he was had the bomb over his head, like in the <laughs> 1960s. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> and, they, and they have the people talking, and they're like, "What does he want us to move? Uh, why don't we just move to the next car? What? And give up my seat? I'm staying right here, buddy." So how does Batman convince them to move? And he takes out his guns and says, Go to your next car, I'll blow your brains out. Move now. And he starts firing wildly. He starts firing wildly. Train. Like, oh my god, the vampire's got oh guns. Oh my lord, he's a murderer. Killer, killer, he's a killer. Get out of my way. <laughs> they all start yelling. I think this is awesome. This is one of my favorite scenes. And oh, it's he's obviously like, he's missing wide purposely, but like he's just shooting wildly in this train Keep car. Keep in mind, a train car is not... Big, yeah. like firing, like and missing ricochet. is not. Yeah, yeah. bullets ricochet, and when you stand up in a train, you are almost at the ceiling. Yeah, and so like everyone runs away except this old lady who's like, I thought if I scrunched down real small, perhaps you wouldn't notice me. It's my legs, you see. I really can't run like those people, so I'm gonna stay here and die. I added that last part, but basically what she's saying. Yeah, she's like, oh my goodness, you know my name. I'm a detective. Yeah, Batman calls her. Her name is Ruthie, and Batman calls her her name because apparently he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Well, he was. Here is Bruce Wayne earlier. And yeah, he's, but he, he, he's gonna notice this one old lady. Yeah, he's Batman. It's true. He's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Has anyone seen the Joker, by the way? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, my heavenly days. That's what we are trying to avoid." Oh, what's that? Your heavenly days, Rufi. They pause to talk like this. Yeah. I love that though, because she's just so old. She's like, "What? Are it's like that classic old lady. Like, what did you say? <laughs> like chocolate, <that>. chocolate, <laughs> chocolate." <laughs> And so the, the, the train explodes. Well, he grabs her and they he grabs out the her, window. He grabs her and joins out the window and the train explodes. Everyone else is safe. Well, it's not out the window. He gets, like, the train split in half and he gets thrown through the opening oh, okay. of the train. Either way, he saves the lady. And, and so the guy uh, who says, you should marry my daughter, Bruce Wayne, is now like, you did this, you monster. I will kill you. And they're, they're explaining, like, but he, didn't, he just saved our lives by chasing us out of the train. And he's like, no, he blew up the train. He blew up the train. Honestly, though, I could see why he thinks that. Yeah. And he's like, monster! <laughs> he's like shooting a bad man. He shoots him right in the arm. So he shoots him in the exact same place where he had the bullet hole. Yeah, he says the bullet goes right through the hole yeah. from that before. Was, yes. Which is such a crazy thing to have. Yeah, happen. he says, incredible coincidence. It's so damn funny as he passes out that yeah. he got shot yeah. right there. 
Now it cuts back to naked Bruce Wayne telling us the story. Yeah, and then as he's telling the story, we go back. Then we we jump, we jump back to Bruce Wayne. Then we jump back to the pr- the time where he's with Robin fighting yeah. these guys, and he's about to get shot in the face. And the guy's like, "Do it! Go ahead, shoot him in the face!" But it's Batman. You gotta finish it. Shoot him right in the face. This is when he explains the blood packs. Yeah, yeah. And so that ends issue two. So we get uh, shirtless Batman again, and then we jump to a different time. Now Batman's it. I don't know. This is actually after the train, which I didn't realize the first time I read this. Yeah, and wow, does he throw a temper tantrum. Batman's like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Bull! <laughs> Bull. Oh, and Ralph was like, oh, very nice indeed. And Batman's like, Bull. Hmm. Yeah. This is the first of, I think, three or four temper tantrums that Batman throws, yeah. where he just goes, yeah. I hate this, hate, 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 Batman hate, hate. is so pissy in this yeah. book. Yeah. And Alfred is just like, oh, get over it, you puss. Ba- Alfred yeah. is not phased by anything. Yeah. In this whole book. Alfred says, I must say, you've gotten quite shy lately, sir. Can't say that I like it. And Batman says, go to hell, you freak. (laughs) I did not make that up. That's what he says. (laughs) Oh, Master Bruce, it's so nice to talk to you for so long. Fuck you. Alfred is just so indifferent to, like, his suffering. And Bruce is like, go to hell, you asshole. I got shots. (laughs) Then we jump back to the time where he's about to get shot in the face. And so these guys are debating, who's going to shoot Batman in the face? Like, they're talking, like, you want to shoot him in the face? You want me to get credit? Okay, no, no, you shoot him in the face. No, I'll shoot him in the face. Right, this is the smartest I've ever seen random goons be in like a in a Batman comic. Yeah. To be like, let's shoot him in the face. Great idea. But what's funny you do is that. that they actually do it. They shoot him right in the face. Yeah. And yeah. Batman's like, man, this sucks getting shot in the face. That really hurt. Like, but he whispers Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. And it makes a plastic bulletproof shield lower over his face and then raise so that they don't notice that he had the shield. Okay. I didn't even notice that the first time I read it. I thought, like, he just got shot in the face. I'm like, wait, what? That yeah. would be so funny if he just gets killed in the middle of issue three. I wouldn't be surprised he got shot so many times in the story so far. This, the story fixed out his death so many times. And and then they're like, they're like, oh yeah, we shot him in the face, he's dead. And they're like, I don't think he's dead. And then Batman starts Batmaning them, you know, beating the yeah, shit out of Yeah, he beats the shit out of them, montage of him beating up thugs. And uh, he runs at them, and they're like, "Take him, shoot!" And he's like, "Yes, take me, shoot!" And he is—he is terrified. <laughs> he's covered Neil in Adam's blood. Adam's art is yeah. pretty great on this page, where he is covered in blood, and he is terrifying. And so another thing I want to point out: all these these goons have completely different outfits. Some guys look like street thugs. Like there's like black guys look like uh, rappers. There's like guys that look like regular. Some sh- look like yeah. soldiers. Yes. Some look like some look like, 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 like from the 1950s, like uh, uh, gangsters. So it's hard to tell who's on what side. Like they're yeah. all on the same side, but they don't. You don't. That's what happened with yeah. us on the train too. We couldn't tell who was good, who was bad. Yeah. yeah. And it's. It's just... Really diverse, you know, mercenaries for this job. Yeah. Of, of blowing up this car. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and stealing these replica dinosaurs. And Batman just <laughs> goes to town on these people, and Robin, after like five pages, finally shows up saying, Hey, I told you, jerks, no shooting heroes. Didn't I give you the rule book? After like five pages of doing nothing and Batman getting shot in the face, he just walks Yeah, after Batman has like brutally beaten the crap out of these men. He was probably doing some exposition on the side. Yeah. So now all of a sudden the Riddler's here. Yeah, they they, they caught from the, the mint. The, the police <laughs> caught the Riddler from the mint while, and they bring him to the pier. And Riddler's like, "No fair! You were supposed to come to the mint after dinner if you're a little bass suit and tights, you Nimrod." And uh, then uh, they're like, "Oh, where does dinosaur come from?" And uh, Commissioner Gordon's like, "Oh, it came from a private donation from." Uh, Talia Al Ghul. Ron's Al Ghul's daughter. And Talia's like, you big old hero, you. So Talia's just here. Now, Talia's oh God, usually this is, this is my favorite really, dialogue. like, cl- like classy and, yeah. like, very proper and yes. etiquette. And here she's just like, how about a big old smooch? 
you deserve a big old sloppy kiss is what she literally says. Yep. Yeah. So she goes from being like the heir to a global empire yeah. to like a southern belle. And Robin's yeah. like, yuck, yuck, don't get to see dad every day. He's like, ew, they're kissing. After yeah, he is... just watched men gun down in front yeah. of him. Now, so so did she, was she just hiding on the sidelines until someone said Ra's al Ghul and then she walks out? I assume. Well, that's my cue. <laughs> yeah. I, assume she, I assume she came to Christian Gore, but no, that seems to what happened. She was hiding somewhere. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, get right, Amazon treatment. Yeah, she's like, she makes out with Batman, and then she's like, wow, you are super covered in blood. And Commissioner Gordon's like, it's okay, it's fine. And she's like, he's Somebody like, help him. He's bleeding to death right here. <laughs> she's like, look at this man, he's about to die. Yeah, I'm really surprised <laughs> she noticed this, considering like how much like she was just smooching his face off. She's like, are you totally insane here? And Batman's like, Talia, is that a Gershwin you're wearing? And she's like, what? Oh, Kershaw, yes, it is. I'm surprised you noticed. <laughs> and, and then she goes right back to being like, you got to put him on an ambulance. And everyone else is like, no, it's fine. He's just covered it's in It's Batman. <laughs> this is what he does. So now it cuts back to the geek and his daughter. Yeah, Ty's like, oh, this poor girl was here her entire time for no reason. Right? This is when I really started to not be able to follow what was going on in this book. <laughs> and, then, and then Riddler, uh, handcuffed, just starts... Um, Mocking Batman, saying, "Ha ha, that's the real riddle, isn't it, Batman?" After dinner, mint. After dinner, dinosaur. Yeah, ha 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 ha. And he, and then Batman just grabs his face, saying, "Back off, jerk of your after dinner, after dinner water." <laughs> you were about to say water, not mint. <laughs> so, is after dinner water a thing? Is that a term? It's, it's not a. First, it it's not a term. Be. Second of all, it doesn't rhyme with order. He says it rhymes with water, like five times. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. What is after dinner water? Is that like... I don't know! <laughs> you, don't drink, you drink water while you're eating dinner, not after. Uh, it, it, it could be maybe like in the Adams household. That's like a, a standard... <laughs> the Adams family? <laughs> the Adams family. So, yeah, uh, old Lurch would always make everyone drink water. So after realizing... After realizing Riddler was talking about after dinner water, he opens the gas tank and starts drinking from the gas tank. Yeah, okay... Of the car, the guy's trying to blow up. Which has like a fountain, like a spout. Yeah. So he starts... As a tap. Yeah, it has a tap. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. And he's just shrinking it. And everyone's like, Batman, what the fuck are you doing? I guess, I, like, the whole point of this car is that, like, it's a hydrogen car instead of, like, fumes. It spits out water, seemingly. But how is this the Riddler's plan? And how does Batman just... Why is Batman just drinking the water from the gas tank? Just like, oh, it's Riddler meant water. I'm going to drink this water. This. But what does that prove? It's how does proving it the riddle. That, that the water... They, what, if it was, was, what if he was it's, wrong? It's proving he was after the car, What if, what if, what if you actually meant mint? I don't understand why he's after the car. <laughs> But apparently if he, he was, was after the car. Why did he send his gang to blow it up? Because he wanted it destroyed. Apparently. And why did he go to the mint himself? <laughs> Classic misdirection, you know. This cover for the because that's the end of what issue three. Issue three. This cover is horrifying. So this cover is Batman, his mouth wide open. He looks like he's gonna take a bite out of this girl. Okay, see for me, all you see is the hair, and it's about like it's below him, like at his waist. It looks to me like he's he's like has a sex doll <laughs> with the way his face is <laughs> and the way the hair is it looks like he has his head hand on the head of so, a sex doll yeah, yeah I just thought he looked like he was holding a wig yeah. so you can interpret this as Batman about to take a bite of a small child or Batman having a sex doll or, or Batman or, or, about to get put a wig on yeah <laughs> time to look pretty so <laughs> and, you know, I'm, uh, Batman's face on this picture is haunting yeah, it's haunting. So it's uh, this is one of the most influential comic artists of all time, and that's that's what he does now. And when, when like when I talk about uh, Adam's work being hard to follow, like if you just zoom this picture out of it, you could tell it's the little girl he's holding or whatever. But it's yeah, it's like super zoomed in for no reason. Yeah, and it's very weird. So 
I, it's such a <clears throat> even the way he structures these issues. There's like no usually issues end with like some sort of closure or no. something or a cliffhanger. The, this issue starts as if like they just ran out of space yeah. and just ended it here. In the actual yeah. single issues, it's it, more like a commercial break yeah. than an actual issue. In this in the single issues, all it does is just paste like uh, copy and paste of, uh, to be continued on the yeah. edge of the page. Because yeah. like uh, page that end of issue three is. Batman's saying, this man is not the Riddler. His name is, Rube, is Ruben Irons. Then next, Who is yeah. Ruben Irons? Is he a character that we're supposed to know? I don't fucking know. And then, <laughs> next, then issue three begins with... Issue four. Issue four issue begins four. with Riddler saying, Ruben, what? We're supposed to immediately know what he's talking about. There's no recap or anything. Yeah, and this came out a month yeah. after. Yeah. No, I love this. So It's almost like he wrote like a graphic novel, and then it's like, let me, let me just put this out as like single issues. Yeah. That's how it reads. It does. <laughs> so I don't know how we figure out... This guy was Ruben Bl- Irons. And here he calls him Ruben Blades, by the way. Yeah. He, Ruben Irons, Ruben Blades, and Japan one issue. Oh, I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for a Ruben right now. We're going to... Oh, this is my, one of my other favorite scenes in the book right here. Uh, Riddler's like, uh, how are you going to prove I'm... I'm uh, uh, this guy you're talking about. And he's like, I still just have to have a face off. And he pulls <laughs> off. He rips <laughs> off his mask. And, <laughs> and it's Nick Cage. On <laughs> yeah. And It's actually John Cena. It's <laughs> 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 and Ruben Iron's blaze looks exactly like the Riddler. Yeah. So he takes off his face and it's the Riddler's face underneath it. <laughs> what, a, what a twist. And we no, don't know who Ruben Blades is. No, no, no. That's the, that's the biggest problem with this story is we don't know what the Riddler looks like. <laughs> so it's just it's just another guy. <laughs> yeah. also, we don't know who Ruben Irons is, yeah. so I guess that's him. Yeah, like, this is, like, like we have no context for what these people look like. So after he... It's, rips, like, he, it's like he rips off the mask and it's like the Joker or like it's Penguin or it's almost so, like a single little facial yeah. feature. So, it's just he goes from some guy being to some other guy. And, so, and they look very similar. Like, they look like Riddler and Riddler. So somehow when Batman rips his face off, it makes the handcuffs fall off? No, Batman's like, did anyone search this man? Apparently not, because not only is he not, he's not, is he not handcuffed, uh, he has a gun and a bomb <laughs> on his person. Yeah. <laughs> Gotham's finest. Gordon's really slacking tonight. <laughs> and he throws the bomb at the little girl. And uh, then uh, Batman throws his battering to, to block the bomb. And then he's like, oh, you blocked the bomb, but can you block my gun? And he shoots the little girl after Batman deflects the bom- bomb. You know, I just want to mention something later on that, that they bring up. That somebody says yeah. the reason why he knows that it's Reuben is because Reuben's a serial killer and the Riddler would never kill, would never try to kill a child. Yeah. So he's like, that's what gave him away. He was too, he was, he wasn't enough in character. But he already ripped his face off yeah. before he did that. So yeah. what? what? <laughs> and then the, it would the, be great if that was the Riddler just trying to rip off this guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, you know what would have been really great? If he goes, you're not really the Riddler. Red herring. <laughs> and, and then the, the, the dad's like, you let her get shot. How? How? But you're Batman. <laughs> and Batman's like, what? Wh- what? <laughs> what? What? She's? And really, Ruben's like, shot. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Everyone's just making noises. Yeah. Now, I actually like this concept a lot of, but you're Batman, you're supposed to save everybody. Yeah. And, like, there's a super, there's a Hitman issue with Superman that does this so much better. But this, like, it's so bizarre. That I have a hard time believing that something does something better than this one. <laughs> but any sort of <laughs> emotion that we're supposed to have, like, Batman's already told this guy, like, your daughter shouldn't be here. Get her out of here. Why did you bring your daughter here? You're an idiot. And then the daughter gets shot, and the guy's like, Batman, this is your fault. And, like, it's definitely not Batman's <laughs> yeah. fault. And Also, the cops didn't search this guy's gun. <laughs> And so, 
uh, Riddler just starts, uh, Rubens, whatever the fuck, just starts being the shit out of Batman saying, Hero! Jerk hero! <laughs> and Batman's like, you dare to continue to exist! So we got all these Rubens, we got all these heroes, yeah. I really want a sandwich right now! And Batman's like, I hate, hate, hate the breath in your lungs, the ground you walk on, and the space you foul of your presence. <laughs> And then, and then Rubens kicks him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, ah, the great Batman know what I did? You shot a kid, you scum. Scum. <laughs> Stay with me. He, he, I didn't make that up. He says, scum. Yeah. And, and, and Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, you're going too hard on this Batman. You know, you should stop. And then Commissioner Gordon, this guy just shot a kid. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, stop, stop. I will not stop. I will take this bit. I'm scum to hell. So Batman really wants to kill this guy, and yeah. he beats the ever-loving shit out of him. I will rip his so beating heart from his worthless yeah, he, body. He, he destroys this man while saying the most overly dramatic things you could ever think yeah. of. Yeah. I will send your criminal soul to the deepest depth of hell. Yeah. These are not things that Sly is making up. These yeah. are things that are on the page. Of course. And so meanwhile, they're trying to get the girl some, some um, safety. And uh, Christian Gordon's like, oh, and Christian Gordon's now trying to fight Batman. Because the girl actually wasn't killed by the bullet. Yeah. And she's Batman, wounded. And he says, you can't she's kill him. Real, she's in, like, critical condition, pretty yeah. much, yeah. And Batman, uh, Christian Gordon's like, you can't kill him. And, and uh, Batman's like, killing him. Killing him is too good for him. And you know it. He needs killing. <laughs> Killing's too good for him, so that's what I will do. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so and so, Christian Gordon's like, I'm going to be the sheriff if you don't stop, Batman. And very casually, Batman's like, you won't do it. And he's like, I will. I will club you, you murderous monster. And Batman's like, you'll never make it, Jim. And <laughs> Christian Gordon's like, gotta try. Do, do it, bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> I just see you try. <laughs> and then, right in the nick of time, it turns out the girl is going to live. And um, everyone's happy, but Commissioner Gordon turns to, Batman, turns to Batman and says, you were going to kill him. And Batman says... Was I? <laughs> I love this scene so much because it's like, yes, yes, you were going to kill him. Definitely were. You said I'm going to kill him. Not only are you going to kill him, but like, try, try and stop me, Jim. Go ahead. And and, and, and Robin's like, Commissioner, can I couple lifts from you? Yeah, like, it's like Robin is now super uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like, can I please go home with you? I need to talk to you about stuff because I'm questioning myself and the person I live with. So uh, he goes and. Talia's at the pier and still at the pier waiting for him. And a lot of characters just fall out and fall in. Like you mentioned Robin being just yeah. gone yeah. for five pages. Yeah. Yeah. This happens all the time. Like Talia was there and then she just was not anywhere, not in any yeah. panels, just nowhere. Well, she had to go to the pier. Yeah, so yeah, apparently. She had to go check on her daddy's dinosaurs. <laughs> and, and, and Talia says, You're not keeping your mind on the real enemy. And he's like, Who is the real enemy? And she's, and he's There's like, been no hints at a bigger plot. Yeah. So. They come back to Alfred and Bruce Wayne after the train. No, is it after the train? I don't fucking know anymore. Whatever. I don't, no, this but, is... Oh God, what is this? This is later on in the evening. Oh, this is later on in the evening. Okay. Yeah. So it looks exactly like the after the train, but it's later on in the evening of the pier. Yeah. And... They, they jump a lot. So pretty much the chronicle order is we have the scene with the car and the girl being shot. Then it's the pier. And then it's uh, Batman and Alfred. With Deadman showing up. Yeah, so Deadman's here now. Yes. He's a ghost who possesses people. Yes. He's a good guy. That's yeah. how you know it's the modern day. It's after the pier because Robin's here. Yeah. And then Deadman shows up, and Deadman's a guy who's dead, who inhabits people's bodies. He was the first guy, uh, he was the first major work that um, Neil Adams really did. Mm-hmm. So Deadman is invisible unless he's inside a body, I guess. Yeah. And 
he's yelling at Batman while he's basically like, imagine the movie goes to Patrick Swayze. That's pretty much Batman yeah, right now. That's, that's a perfect. And he's like, t- and he's yelling at uh, uh, Batman. Tell him, I'm telling you to tell him. Tell him, idiot. No, ah! I love Batman here because I feel like he's just like an extension of the reader, being like, tell him, tell him what's going on. Somebody tell him. Somebody tell us what's yeah. going on. Yeah. What is happening here? But Deadman, throughout this whole book, condescends to everyone. He's like, you guys are so I- such idiots that you can't see the big picture. And like, what, what, what is the big picture? Someone please tell me. And Deadman can have advice, and, and if he wants to tell Batman, you could just tell him. Yeah. Like, he could just make... Could, what, why, why did he, just... He, he possesses people later. Yes, he does later. And he doesn't explain anything when he does it. And, and Alfred suggests he knows a little bit about what's going on, saying this is not the first Gambit. And Batman's like, well, so what is going on, Alfred? And Alfred's like, I can't tell you. I have a vow to your father. Yeah, I, don't, I forgot about that. Yeah. What? Yeah. And he's like, ha! My father! Ha ha! Sworn to secrecy! Ha ha! Such a thing! Such an octopus of a thing, and I only have an inkling! Which, that's kind of a... a I like that turn of phrase, but not in this context. It's yeah. so bizarre! Yeah, I love that turn of phrase. Not in a Batman context. Yeah, like... <laughs> That would be like something the Cheshire Cat would say yeah. to Alice. Yes. So now it cuts back to Talia and Bruce, yeah. and it gets even more convoluted. No, this is flashback. No, this is this is uh, this is them back on the pier. They go back to the pier. Okay. So, so I don't know when this dead man stuff happened. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm ra- I gave up at this point. By the way. Yeah. This is when we were yeah. like, whatever. We're just along for the ride. Yeah. I think I think that has to be after. I. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Toy has a photo album, and it's a picture of, of, of Bruce Wayne at a birthday party when he was 10, and Ty was here with him, and uh, Batman's like, were we friends as children? And uh, he shows him a second picture, but then we don't get to see the second picture, but yeah. Batman does? I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Yeah. So, they, were, it, they, they saved the second picture for reveal later on the story. Yeah. So, basically, Talia says that Ra's al Ghul was friends with the Waynes. Bruce's well, that, that, that's the reveal of the second picture. Oh. The first, the first picture is that Bruce and Talia knew each other when they were children. Why not tell us both of these things at the same time? Why yeah. spread it out? Because it's a reveal. Is it? Is yeah. it a reveal? Because, like, to have a twist, you have to have some sense of normalcy to the story. Yeah. You can't feel like yeah. nothing makes sense. This whole story is a twist. <laughs> Like that a lot. <laughs> so, so then Uru, um, uh, Uru Man Bat shows up and takes a folio from uh, the photo book from uh, Taya and says, "Don't tell me anything." She says, "I told him I didn't tell him anything." And Batman's like, "Oh, is, is the Kirk Langstrom the real Man Bat?" Kirk, like, what are you doing here? Yeah, and he just shows up, right? Yeah, but, but it's actually but it's, but it's not Kirk. It's, U- it's, it's Uru. Yeah. And then yeah. another guy shows up, and he, Uru is this the guy that just looks like Batman? He looks like Batman except he's purple and blue. And Uru says, huh, who are you? Which is a good question. <laughs> and the other guy says, it's your death, Jelly Roll. And and Batman says, Jelly Roll? Huh? <laughs> That's worth of a speech bubble. And this guy's goal here is, return the book. He really cares about this photo book for whatever reason. And Tyler takes the book from Uru and just punches him in the fucking chest. <laughs> in the fucking face, actually. And he's like, you're a failure. And then uh, Stinger comes out and kills Uru. Yeah, a giant stingray, like yeah. a like a like a kraken-sized beast it, from the it deep. It flies out of the ocean and just stabs him. Yeah. Also, if I can mention, there's another robin here. It looks like a fucking monkey. It's really weird. He <laughs> looks like I don't know. He's like he, some scrawny kid with yeah. like slick black. A very like, ugly black kid. Hair. He's yeah. really ugly, and he has a P and seven R, <laughs> so he's Pobbin. No, I think his name is. Uh, they say it Primus. And uh, so a, a stingray uh, kills. Uru apparently, and Batman's like, "Who did this?" And Aquaman's like, "I did." Aquaman's- yeah, Aquaman's here now. 
And With a glorious mullet. Aquaman's like, what is your concern here? He was a monster bent on murder. I had him killed. He's a bottom dweller. If you have no, you have no stomach for this, why do you do it? How does Aquaman even know what's going on? He <laughs> comes in here and kills this guy, and he's like, he was a murderer. Yeah, it it is really bizarre. Yeah, and that's implied that they're like, you know, like they know each other. So obviously, Aquaman would know Batman would have a problem with him showing up murdering someone. Well, I don't know. This is the same Batman that brings guns and just shoots at people. <laughs> that was in the past, Ryan. He's the new man now. A man who gives gun control speeches. <laughs> I love Batman's retort. You call me friend, and you know nothing of me, criminal. <laughs> Aquaman is not a criminal. He is literally not a criminal. He's a member of the Justice League. The Justice League. Oh, man, there's so much words here. It doesn't matter. Let's just fly through this. I, I, I really feel like Neil Adams drew the pictures first and decided speech bubbles later, because... People, Batman says all these words and his mouth is closed the entire time. Yeah. So now we're up to issue five, right? Yeah. And now uh, we have, uh, again, every pa- every issue so far opens with... Oh, I love this one. This one, he's uh, he's about to eat, like, the uh, the eggs. It, it, the classic, like, if you see Rocky, he puts, like, the raw eggs in the cup and he yeah. drinks it. Also, he's eating a banana. Yeah. And considering how naked and suggestive he is, everything about this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> you just love your, your, like, you know, your Batman. <laughs> to like, be gay. I suppose. Uh, so, so this is so to clarify. This, you don't think that he is brimming with sexual uh, oh, virility yes, here? Yes, yes. Eating the eggs and bananas. He <laughs> is brimming with sexual virility, Joseph. <laughs> but so this is shirtless Batman, the one that's framing the story, and he's eating he's the classic going to town on that banana. Yeah, he's going to eat the classic breakfast of raw eggs and banana. Yeah. Then smash cut to a giant whale. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for anyone who read this out of order or like in, jumped in the middle of the story. So Batman is jumping into. I'm the hearing Nito things about this Batman Odyssey story. <laughs> Better start with issue five. So Batman's. Oh my under- God, there's a whale in this comic. <laughs> so Batman's uh, underwater looking for Uru, and Aquaman's like, "Yeah, you can stop. Uh, we we got him." And there's a giant whale behind him. With no reason. Aquaman says, I I always leave this whale wherever I am. Yeah, he's, he's like, I always travel on, the like, whale. He's on the shore of Gotham yeah. City, and it is like a blue whale. It is a giant animal. Yeah. And Batman, Batman's uh, response is, sweet mother of God, a whale? A whale? A whale? Oh my God, I forgot how much I love that part. <laughs> it's a whale of a tail. <laughs> so the Stingray that uh, stabbed Uru brings him back and it's Ubu for the record whatever Sly yeah. <laughs> Uru is what a uh, Thor's hammer is made it out is. of it is yeah <laughs> it's Ubu learn the lore asshole <laughs> so, nerd so Commissioner Gordon Commissioner shows up. like what's all this commotion down at the pier I heard there was a whale a whale a whale <laughs> And, and and Commissioner Gorman's like oh, Commissioner Gorman, uh, Commissioner <laughs> Gorman, and Batman still thinks it's uh, Kirk Langstrom, and uh, Tally's like, wait a minute, I mean, look at the size of him, you stuff shirt. He's nearly three times the size of Professor Langstrom. Look at him. And his man bat grew three yeah. sizes that day. <laughs> yeah, I love that Tally goes up at the point. It's like you're an awful detective. <laughs> You're really bad. So nobody can hear Deadman, and he just shows up sometimes just for a page to just basically be like, everyone in this book is a dumb asshole. Yeah. He says, like, she won't distract him. What a rube. <laughs> and then they show the picture they showed before. I feel no, like Deadman is almost like... Oh, it's a different picture. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, so, so it's the second picture that he sees. The fuck? Okay, whatever. I don't yeah. know. So the picture is the Waynes and Ra's al Ghul striking oil together yes. at yes. an oil rig? With and with Talia and Bruce in arm. Yeah, as like little babes. Yeah. Little <laughs> tiny children. 
and and Tali's like, my father, Raza Cool, is the king of the underworld. And Batman's like, that again. And Batman's like, that again, you idiot. Listen to the girl blast it. For no reason, like, imagine when you're comic and having, like, the Mystery Science Theater crew. That's what I was going to say before. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Basically, Dead Man is MST3K. Yeah. Batman takes off his mask and reveals another mask underneath. <laughs> no, he, like, he's... Sw- it's the I, bulletproof shield thing from before. But like you, you, you don't like, know that like, at first. It looks really weird. It looks like a, is that what that was? Yeah. Yes, that's what I, I assume it is. I made okay. that clarification. It looks like because he takes off his mask and then he puts on that mask, and I don't know why he puts on that. It's mask. It's very strange. Oh yeah, he puts on. He takes off his mask. It's like it's like he's getting changed, but he gets changed into a crappier Batman. Yeah, <laughs> he had like a costly outfit. Yeah, and they talk about how the parents were together and they moved apart and Tali- they don't even bring this up again so I don't think it matters but like Tali's like it doesn't is- matter they're childhood friends the Waynes <laughs> and the Al Ghouls <laughs> Tali's like your father drove my father further away and Batman's like Talia I was three years old why are you blaming me <laughs> he's like no it's your fault it's your fault Bruce no 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 you have done the deed is what she says you have done the deed yeah. God this is my favorite trip Talia Al Ghul yeah in anything <laughs> And then we get the Joker, the man that... So uh, smash cut yeah. to the Joker, yeah. mutilating a man's face. Multiple Jokers. There's an army of Jokers mutilating this guy's yeah. face. Yeah, he does the why so serious scars to this guy. Yeah. And uh, the guy, he's getting his face sliced open. He's like, Arg! No, no! You sliced me! That's how you're <laughs> acting when you get sliced in the face. Also, like, I feel like if someone's grabbing your face and cutting your cheeks open, you can't speak properly. Yeah, you're like, do you know what noise you make? Ah! <laughs> My face! <laughs> Noise this guy would be making, and, so, and then Batman's like, uh, "Here's some cotton, staunch your blood." And he's like, "You're fine. Go over there <laughs> to, the, to the guard." And uh, there's multiple Jokers, and Joker just monologues. He, I his, didn't even know there was multiple Jokers. It's hard to tell yeah, because there's there multiple Joker. I th- because the art's kind of not. It's, it's so unclear. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't frame any scene very well, in my opinion. Yeah, because one of them's like far out, like it's like a mid shot of a Joker. And far you can't, out, bro. It looks like, no, it's like a mid shot of a Joker, so you can't tell if like that's how he looks or if it's just like the framing of that. Yeah, or like, just less detailed. Around, yeah, or just. So anyway, around. so what happens after Joker mutilates this guy? Batman's like, quit jokering around. Bunch of clowns in here. Oh god, don't even get started. And Joker starts being up random to each of the different Jokers. One of them's like, "Hey, me, I ain't the Joker. I ain't the Joker. I swear." And Batman's like, "I know." And he punches him anyway. <laughs> and then the guy gets shot in the face. The Joker, he's beam up. And uh, it turns out the cop that got sli- face sliced is yelling, "Traitor, dirtbag! You could cut me up and let me to bleed. Die, you freaking clowns! Die, die!" And he just starts opening fire on all the Jokers and shooting all of them. And he's like, all of you, all of you betray me, Jokers, until Batman just takes him out. So what do you think's going to happen immediately after a Joker just mutilates this guy? A Batman-Joker team-up? Yes. Yes, that's what happens. <laughs> but first, some cops show up and say, oh, we'll take him off your hands, Batman. And um, Yeah, see, we'll take him. Batman wants him to go back to jail. They want to take him to Arkham. And yeah. Batman goes, if he goes to Arkham, he's just going to break out again. He's a murderer. He deserves to be in jail. And they're, like, just not having it. Yeah, this is also, like, seems like the first time he's making this argument. It's like, no, Joker should go to jail. He says Joker needs to see a judge and be arraigned because he has yeah. rights as an American citizen. What? <laughs> Batman <laughs> using the legal system to his advantage for the first I time. I suppose. Also, this is supposed to be, like, a way to show these cops are suspicious and not real cops. But it feels like just a really weird, awkward argument between Batman and these cops. Because Batman's like, this man, like it or not, has rights. He is under arrest. He has to go to jail to be arraigned, period. And the cops are like... But whose authority? Yours? We have orders. Our orders. They're you? cops. He's Batman. Yeah, we they got have the authority. Yeah, we've got orders. And see? he's like, 
you men are not listening. The paper is unclear. Joker goes to jail. I can't believe we're having this conversation. And the cops are like, ah, oh, now Batman's a lawyer. He looks like one. It's just like this weird conversation. That Batman is trying to like, be like, you're taking him to jail. And the cops are like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> The Batman's like, now I'll send a message to Commissioner Gordon. Cops will be here soon. And they're like, we sent out a scrambler to scramble your So they're not real cops, apparently. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes that, that is the end reveal. Yeah. That, that these these gentlemen who are uncooperative with Batman <laughs> are actually, in fact, not real cops. Yeah. Uncooperative point that they will scramble his police frequencies. So then they... Batman punches one out, and then the other one clonks himself on the head with a nightstick, and he's like, gotta make this believable. Yeah. And I don't understand why yeah. at all. I don't know why. Then Batman shows up again. This time he enters Joker's body. So he could finally talk to Batman. Yeah. And basically, Deadman... Batman doesn't know it's Deadman yet. Joker gets in the Batmobile. Batman's like, well, I'm taking you to jail. So now they're in the Batmobile, and Batman thinks it's a Joker, and the Joker's basically telling Batman that he's an asshole, and that he doesn't do anything right, and like he's just like... He basically is just saying, like, you just fight clowns, you don't actually make side any better. And Batman's like, I guess you're right, Joker. Yeah, what no. do you know? I guess I just fight clowns. I guess you're right, Joker slash dead man. Yeah, well, he doesn't know he's dead man yet. And then yeah. all of a sudden he goes, wait a second, you're a dead man. And he's like, yep. <laughs> and then they get to Arkham Asylum. Oh, you guessed it, Batman. You really are the world's greatest detective. Yeah. So they go to Arkham Asylum, and they enter through um, the, 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 a drainage pipe that hasn't been used in 100 years. Which, I don't, can't they just go in the door? It's the Joker, you gotta be... Also, those cops, those fake cops wanted to take Joker to Arkham Asylum, and Batman was like, no, I will take him there! <laughs> and then... Because uh, they're, they're, I guess they're meeting Kirk Langstrom. Who's the actual man, Bat. Yeah, and... From earlier in the story. Yeah. And then... Uh, from, that, from that time he tried to fight Robin in the back. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, that man assumes he's his friend, but Kirk just goes crazy just being shit out of Batman once he shows up. Yeah. And Kirk's like, wow, oh, brother, this this is high. This surge is high fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is man bad macho man Randy <laughs> Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's actually that's actually what that man says as, as he enters into uh, man bad. And then as he leaves Joker's body, Joker starts <laughs> running away. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he's like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, I'm in Arkham. Nice of <laughs> you to bring me back here. I guess I'll run away now. Wait, he doesn't even run away. He just walks away saying, oh, yeah. uh, I guess I gotta leave now. And he just leaves. <laughs> Batman's like, okay. Bye, Joker. Where's Joker? Yeah. Where's Joker? And then, um, that, that man, uh, apparently being in Man Bat's mind is worse than being in the Joker. He's like, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves and, Joker, and Man Bat turns back into a person. And he goes back to Joker. So what was the point of Joker being free for five seconds? I don't know. What's the point of any of these things? <laughs> And Man Bat has a key. For what? I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, it'll be revealed in the next Yeah, probably. we assume this question will be answered in the next part. So, end of issue five. You guys ready for the big finale? The big finale. I'm all ready for the big finale. So, uh, the, p- the cover of the big finale is Batman lying on the ground bleeding, with Joker uh, standing over him with a gun, Dead Man Robin, and a guy we don't know just cheering him Joker on. So, Batman and Joker, uh, aka Dead Man, are running through the Arkham sewers while a guy, Mr. Cho... Is, is that his name, Mr. Cho? I don't know. Yeah, what, Chu. Chu, whatever the fuck. He's he's Asian villain, the guy. Yeah. And um, he's a, apparently he's a scientist, and he works at the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. M- Mr. Chu is like uh, sends out these wolves after the, the two of them, and man, that man says, "I'm trade bats, but not for this. I, I can't handle dogs. I can't fight dogs." Yeah. 
And so then, because of that, he has to leave the leave the Joker's body and let the Joker run free. Then they fight, and then Batman enters the Joker's body again. What was the point of the movie? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? You can't fight the dogs, but Joker can fight dogs. And Mr. Chu is like, "Hey, Batman, we needed your help." And um, wait, is this is this issue six? Yeah, this issue six. And issue six goes on forever. Every, then every fucking issue goes on forever. I think it's no, issue six. I think it's seven. No, no there's six. only six issues. six issues. Okay, then what the? F- <laughs> yeah. So okay, let's 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 okay. fly through this. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> so Chu wants Batman to save the day. Yeah, because uh, there's a guy challenging Batman to a duel. Yeah, and, a duel. Yeah. And it's a guy called Trigger, who's just a big machine man. Yeah, who guys are really a terrible design. He's like yellow and green. He's like a, look he like, looks like a shitty Power Rangers fan. Yeah. yeah, he was and, on the cover of this book, and I'm like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Because it's like Joker, Dead Man, like Robin, and then Trigger. And I'm like, yeah. who the fuck? I'm like, so uh, uh, Trigger has Taya tied up, and basically she's tied up to a wall, and basically he's fired around her like a shooting gallery, you know, uh, barely missing her. And um, this is where they're like, Trigger, what, Trigger is in the, the horse? Yeah, that's <laughs> where that line comes in. And uh, Batman starts knocking the wall, and Trigger's like, stop that rapping. He's like shooting at Batman just for that. Like, don't dare you... Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. And then he reveals that he has all of the Batman villains in, yeah. like, cages. Yeah. Eventually, this goes on for a while. <laughs> so they, yeah. they just fight for There's a, a lot of, of this, like... They don't fight. Like, Batman's trying yeah. to knock uh, knock on the wall, and, and Trigger's like, stop wrapping that wall! <laughs> stop it! So, okay, can we... Should we get a little ahead and go through all the reveals at once here? Because that's yeah. basically the whole rest of the book is just reveals after reveals yeah. after reveals. So right? uh, uh, the opens the wall and every single Batman villain is watching yeah. this fight. Which is why he's rapping on the wall. Yeah. Because it's it's not a wall. It's uh, it's glass or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's revealed that Chu is actually Ra's al Ghul's son. Okay, we're we're getting really ahead now. <laughs> this is this is. We'll get to the end. We'll get to the end. I thought that happened here. That doesn't no, happen here. No, 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 no. There's a, there's a lot more. There's a lot more of dumb Jeez. fighting. Do you understand why I thought this was like seven issues? Yeah. <laughs> so every single Batman villain is is here, and they all have a really stupid. Okay, one. there's Penguin, Killer Croc, Clayface, Bane, Bane, Riddler, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, and then some gorilla with a baseball cap. I don't know. It's my favorite. Like Solomon Grundy, they're all real yeah. Batman villains, and a gorilla with a baseball cap and yeah. like a wife beater on. Congo Bill. Is it Congo Bill? No, it can't be. Congo Bill is a much better character than this. So, uh, this this gorilla and all the others, they all they all want to do a Batman next. We're like, once yeah. Triggers loses, we're gonna fight you. Yeah. The, this fucking no no one villain. This guy who we've never seen before. <laughs> who and, is somehow his first pick? Yeah. And and then Chu's like shoot. Taya in the legs, and Taya's like, wait, you weren't supposed to shoot me in the legs, and she rips off her uh, restraints, revealing that she wasn't really restrained the entire time, saying, you can't shoot me, <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Dead Man Joker fights Chu, and Chu is like Kung Fu master, and, and is able to fight Dead Man, while Batman breaks both of Trigger's arms. Yeah. And Batman keeps knocking and t- rapping on that wall, I don't know what he's looking for, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, he's looking for a weak spot, I guess, and Batman breaks through the weak spot and starts running through the tunnels. I, I was wrong, I guess, yeah, on that reveal. I thought it, I thought that he was knocking to because he realized it was and, the and, glass for everyone to see through, but and, no, it wasn't. And Ryan even missed this because he thought it was a real Talia, and one line they explained, don't yeah. worry, Boston, that's not the real Talia. Like, she has a bunch of makeup on, she's yeah. just an actress. If you miss that and line... It is a throwaway line. Yeah, it is, line. Like, yeah. you, will miss, you would think that's the real Talia. 
Because she's drawn like the real Talia. Yeah. yeah. Every page is like another two reveals that yeah. is so hard to keep track of. But they're all great, though, so let's continue. And so... um. And so... So uh, Alfred, he goes, he goes so back... So Batman to, escapes. Batman escapes. back at the Batcave with Alfred. And Alfred drops his... Um, his 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 uh what you know the tray he's holding the butler tray yeah. and Bam's like you must be dead man like, Alfred you know. would have cleaned that up right away that's how he knows that dead man's visiting Alfred because he doesn't immediately scrub the floor <laughs> of this cave my servant would have cleaned that up immediately yeah. you're clearly not Alfred and uh, to get into uh, uh, dead man aka Boston Brand's backstory he was a trapeze artist gunned down by the mob yeah while he was trapezing. And Basically then, the same origin as Robin, and that, that's which what is the, what the reveal is. Except, Except, yeah, the reveal is that it wasn't actually the mob that that killed. It was the um, League of Shadows, Razzle organization, yeah. and there it was a test yeah. for membership by killing him. Yeah, which yeah, good test. Yeah, which which they imply that pretty much it implies that the killing of the Graysons was also a test for the League of Shadows. And it's so throwaway, and maybe it'll come up in the sequel. But yeah, they don't talk about it here. So. <laughs> Robin shows up again in the story. He's he's part of the story now. And he's like, oh, did you call me? Yeah. Because uh, they're talking about him. And then Raza Ghoul shows up. And Kirk Langstrung, Man, Man, Langstrung, Man Bat. And Batman starts fighting Man Bat. Yeah, Raza Ghoul once again now also knows who the Batcave is. Yeah. And then the other purple Batman shows up. And his name is Jamroth Buck. Yeah. Yeah, and Primus, his weird sidekick, man. Yes. They just showed up two hours ago and they didn't mention to Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Robin had them upstairs in, like, I guess, like, the waiting room. Yeah. I like, to think of them as, like, fiddling with their thumbs. So, Ray's... Waiting to be relevant in the story <laughs> yeah. again. So, Ron starts talking about how this is all part of his master plan, and I cannot follow it at all. It was actually Chew is his son... Except you didn't give him the Fountain of, Youth, Fountain of Youth. Yeah. Uh, so, Chew is his son. He's supposed to be the heir... But he didn't let him be the heir to the League of Assassins. So he's really mad, so he wants to take it out on Batman. He also orchestrated the deaths of Deadman and Robin's parents. And he also, it says that he's also the sensei who's the one who told Bru- uh, Razogul where the Batcave was. So apparently, this Dr. Chu guy knows everything. Yeah. Razogul's explaining what Cho's plan is. He's like, Batman's like, I can see he's coming from the infield. And Razogul says, He's coming to kill me and take my place. And Batman's like, of course, you idiot. You raised an assassin. What do you think he would do? You, you trained him. Well, that's what he does. And Razagul's like, but it was I who... You can't be that stupid. <laughs> this whole book is people just yelling at each other how stupid they were. Of course this hydrogen doesn't explode, idiot. This whole book is just us. <laughs> So it turns out uh, Charles is the one who sent the, the not Riddler to kill the girl, and basically he did it to set off Batman, and ba- basically to, to, create, to create distrust within Batman, to because uh, he's like, look at you know, look at your relationship with Gordon after tonight, look at your relationship with Robin. Who, yeah, Robin took that ride home with Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, it's just everything is coming together. And 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 Raza Ghoul's like yelling at Batman. So basically, oh, he's... and he also, by the uh, Cho actually has Talia as well. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So he's saying that we Chu... don't see him ever abduct her. Yeah, but Nelly did have like fake Talia. He has the real Talia. So Chu has Talia, and he wants to take over the League of Assassins. And Raza Ghoul's basically saying, "Now you're involved, Batman. You have to stop this. Yeah. Otherwise, he will destroy the world with this with the League." I think you should read this next part, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So Batman goes. Batman basically says, "Yes, this is really important." I have to I have to save the day. Fine, I'll be taking the trip as soon as I get a nap. You're safe here for now. And he just falls asleep on the floor. <laughs> 
Alfred, uh, Dead Man yells like, "You're taking a nap? Are you kidding me?" And Alfred's like, "Yeah, of course. He hasn't slept for 48 hours. He always sleeps here. He always just sleeps. He likes sleeping on, on the, floor. the floor of the back. It's fine. So you know, now that he has all the facts, he's gonna take a nap. And the inner monologue is, "But I didn't have all the facts." Poor Boston had no need for sleep. He was, after all, dead. Yes, I had a plan. Roz and Talia were safe, and I could sleep before I could go on my odyssey. I wait, thought you had Talia. Wait, was Talia... He says he has her. Yeah, right? Like... Yeah. Where? Surely I've given you all the clues as to where by now. So he's know. talking to us, saying, yeah. you should figure it out, right? Us, us or, like, the person that he's talking Whoever to. Whoever he's telling the story yes. to. And... The book ends, the first, the whole miniseries ends with him asleep on the floor while everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me, Batman? (laughs) I love that ending. (laughs) It is the best ending for anything ever. It's my favorite ending ever. That's how how Dark Knight should have ended. This Batman, like, I'm I'm going to stop the Joker, but first. Yeah. (laughs) I can just take a nap. So. So, final final thoughts. Amazing. I think this book's fantastic. <laughs> this is the best book we've reviewed so far. I couldn't, even after we've gone through it page okay. by page, yeah. I couldn't tell you what it's about. Everyone should read it. It's I, fantastic. I think it's still like, I think it's a, it's a bit more coherent, but yeah. not by much. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it is crazy. It is stupid fun in like all the best ways. Uh, the art itself is actually pretty, is, you know, is Neil Adams art. So we're like, it's good. Yeah. Uh, but it is so off the walls, like, what? It's and insane. It's a hell of a ride. So we all say everyone yeah. should read this book, right? Everyone yes. should read this. So we we talked about this for a real long time. Yeah. I think we're going to skip the letters page tonight. But we will definitely, you know, if anyone has any questions, write in. Yeah. Deviceofissues at gmail.com. We'll Twitter, be back Facebook, with the letters the page stuff. next week. Yeah. And we're, I think we're going to have to do the second half next yeah. time, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. We have to. There's no way yeah. we can. Recommendations, the second half of this Yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh, it's just so good. Yeah. yeah. It is just, it's I, like, crazy. I can't wait to read the second half. I'm so excited. This is my favorite book we've done so far. Mine too. I love this. I've, it's hard because, like, I've read most of the books we've read before this. This I read, like... 15 minutes before we started this podcast. I'm just like, what? Yeah. You have to know, you have to, know, you have to so, settle unless you know Yeah, this is, this is the first book that, like, we've all read for... No, no, no. There, I, there have been a few. Um, Rise and Fall of Arsenal. Yeah, like, I feel like this is this is definitely one of the few that we hadn't read before yeah, we decided exactly. to do it. And I read it last night before bed. Me too. And I woke up this morning and I really thought, like, did I actually read that or was that a manic fever dream? <laughs> Because so, this book is a manic fever dream. Yeah, I also think we should save recommendations for after we finish this saga. Yeah. Okay, let's So very about. much make this a two-part episode. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Especially... especially You're all idiots. We're all idiots. <laughs> especially given Neil Adams' iconic history with DC, with the character, which is comics in general. Yeah. He, like... He did so much behind-the-scenes work to get, like, writers and artists more rights and better yeah. pay and unions and... He's a like, great guy. He's a great yeah. dude. And, like, he's done so much for the comic industry. He is, like, I would put him up there with, like, Stan Lee as someone who's defined comic books. I, yeah. I would, too. And then he writes a book like this that is so crazy. To be fair, Stan Lee has wrote, written some crazy stuff in recent years, too. Absolutely. Yeah. But this is, like... This is, this is crazier than anything. Especially because, like, this is the thing that I love the most about it. It was supposed to be a 13-issue series. DC broke it into a 6-issue mini and a 7-issue mini. So that means that there has to be a bunch of people that when Odyssey Volume 2 launched, which is the next issue, which we haven't read yet, went to the store and said, oh, there's a Neil Adams number one. 
I'm going to go buy this, having not read the first volume. Yeah. And that, I can't imagine what that's like. Oh, God. I almost wish that I had just read the first issue of Volume 2 first, <laughs> just to see what it would be like. This is just... Oh, it's wonderful. We joke. This is my favorite Talia al Ghul. Give me a, <laughs> give me a big sloppy kiss, Batman. <laughs> the like, Southern I, I, Belle Talia. Like, I feel like she's so... Like you said, she's like a classy, like, refined lady. Like, I don't know where some of these portrayals come from. And he the made the character. I know. Him and Daniel made the yeah, character. That's, that's the crazy part of this, is I have no idea where some of these portrayals come from, but I love them. <laughs> I, actually saw, I actually saw on Amazon, like, people were defending this, giving this, like, uh, good reviews, saying, you guys are too hard on it. If you imagine it as just a Neil Adams, uh, Daniel Neil Batman, it makes perfect sense. Now, however, we haven't read that. Yeah. I've so, read a little bit of it. It's, it's, it's not this. No. <laughs> Nothing is this. I have, this is unique. This is unique. Oh, specimen. this is yeah. this is beautiful. This is what Batman should be. Yeah, this is everything that I want from Batman. <laughs> this is what the new Batman should be. Oh. Fuck, fuck Batman, Robin. Fuck Batman vs Superman. Fuck all that shit. This is this is a new status quo. Yeah, that would be so amazing. Oh, yeah. I want to see Batman rip the faces off villains more often and have the same guy under it. I want to see like him shooting guns out of people's hands on top of trains. Like this is amazing. Yeah. I, I will give him credit. He goes out of his way to not have Batman actually like kill anyone with the gun. It's mostly to disarm. What did he? But like, why would other you, people kill people? Why would though, you with bring gun? a gun for the intention of disarming people with it? That's crazy. For the intimidation. He's not. He's, for, not, he's not fucking John Wayne. For the power you feel in your hands, which I is guess. still one of the most like weird things. When Robin's like, "Man, having a gun makes me feel really strong and powerful." Uh. Uh, I'm also, I, I have to say, I'm a giant fan of the Sly Cramper Radio Hour. Yeah. If, because we like to take turns, but I really want to know what you guys think. If you guys yeah. just want Sly to do all these voices, write us. Or tweet at us. Tweet at us. Because the, I I think it's great. We did. We had plans to switch off issues, and then we just called an audible. Yeah. And we are like, no, Sly's going to do this. Oh, because it's wonderful. Oh my god, this is... I can't wait to finish the story and yeah. then, like, research. Because I'm not going to, like, out of fierce voice, I'm not going to really research this. Oh yeah, I'm but, just oh, going right yeah, now. I can't wait to finish it and then research the crap out of it. I, I'm the one that knew the most about the series, and I only knew... All the stuff I know went from part one. See, I know a I think in part two he rides a dinosaur and fires a machine gun. Oh my god. But I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my god. Don't get my hopes up, Ryan. Because... I, I can't imagine, a, other than, like, the replica dinosaur that's, like, on the, the I boat. could be wrong. No, but other than that, like, I, what is the... Con, where there is, is a replica dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, but where does this story have to go for him to be riding on a dinosaur shooting a machine gun? I, I don't know. Like, this story's already crazy, and I can't imagine how it gets to that point. Yeah. So, okay. I think, I think we've said as much as we can. Okay. Yeah. So, I've been Ryan Lynch. I've been Neil Adams. I've been not Riddler. <laughs> whatever his Ruben, whatever his name is. Thanks for listening to Vice of Issues, guys. Stay in continuity.